whole lot of money. Yeah. Bitches yeah. counting for me. Yeah. Bottle yeah. key popping that yeah. water bad yeah. whole jacket. Yeah. Season 4, Episode 4 of the All Things Sports Podcast. Today's guest and I are going to talk some college hoop. He's an experienced college basketball coach himself, been on coaching staffs in Maryland, GW, and many more, including Coastal Carolina for the season, along with being the coach for the TBT 30 Terps. His name is Nima Omidvar. How are we doing, my boy? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Of course, man. So... You know, I know a good amount about you, but for those listening, they may not know as much as me. So how about you tell us a little bit about your journey and how it led you to where you are today? Yeah, my uh, my journey has been unique, as has many people's journeys. Everybody's journey is unique. I uh, grew up in uh, Montgomery County, Maryland, Damascus, Maryland, to be exact, um, just like every other Hooper thought that I was uh, destined for greatness until I realized that I'm not. And uh, we got an opportunity to uh, get into coaching at a young age. Um, at 18 years old, I was a head high school coach at the Charles E. Smith Jewish Day School. Uh, at 20, I was coaching McDonald's All-American and Chris Wright at St. John's College High School in DC. Uh, was able to go to Paul VI High School and uh, build uh, lay the foundation and build that team into a uh, championship program for their first time ever in school history. Um, and all of that really kind of led me to becoming a college coach and uh, going throughout my journey, been at UNC Charlotte, been at Bowie State University, been at NC State University for three years, uh, was at Maryland for four great seasons, which obviously as a Terp uh, was you know, probably four of my most memorable years in my career. Been to South Alabama, been to GW, like you mentioned, been to Fordham University, and now at Coastal Carolina. Connection with the guys and um you know building those relationships year in and year out and here uh with this team that we're talking about with the TBT it's really a living example of it. Uh, you know, it's guys that you helped move into the dorms as freshmen that walked across the stage with degrees, uh, went on to play professionally. And when these opportunities came about, was lucky enough for them to say, hey, Coach Nima, come coach us. And uh, absolutely, we'd love to do it. Yeah, it's awesome. And I want to touch, definitely talk about that. Later on, I kind of wanted to learn about your experience with recruiting. You're very involved with recruiting um, in all most colleges you mentioned. And was that something you kind of wanted to get into full time or was that just kind of like a stepping stone in your career? Like when you were recruiting, did you tell yourself like, OK, maybe I can like, you know, become a scout full time. Like, was that ever a desired career path for you or no? Uh, you know, I love recruiting. Some coaches don't. I do. I love to get to know people. I love to communicate. I love to talk. I'm the guy that in the back of the Uber 
ask the Uber driver for their life story for however long we're in the car. Um, you know, I, uh, for a year wasn't coaching. I did what you're doing, did podcasts and my podcast was about recruiting and every episode was, uh, four guests from different, uh, regions and cities and, uh, recruiting hotbeds and talk about how recruiting is different in that part of the country versus others. So, um, you know, I, that, that was always something that was fun for me. Uh, I was not a recruited athlete. So in, in one way that the helps filled that void in, in life. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, there's, there's a great reward in building a relationship with someone, explaining to them and laying out a vision and then going to execute that vision. And when you make good on vision, you know, people trust you, right? BS or I'm not gonna, you know, over promise and under deliver. We're gonna do the exact opposite. We're gonna under promise and over deliver. But along the way, I always talk about milestones to achieve missions. Um, we're gonna achieve those milestones in a timely manner so that we can make players better, make dreams come true, um, and make families happy. I love that. It's yeah. it's great, you know, and it really kind of goes back to one of one of the first players I ever coached that wasn't necessarily a player that I recruited, just a player that I got to coach, and he got a scholarship to go to a junior college, and he said, Thank you. It was just the most simplest thing. Hey, coach, thank you. You changed my life. I already know you changed my life. Thank you. Um, that stuck with me forever. And I'm constantly chasing uh, the opportunity to help someone else's dream come true. That young man that I'm speaking of went from Polk State Community College to playing professionally in China mm. and, um, and an NAI in between. Uh, throughout my journey and in, in getting to know more of the basketball business, uh, I've been able to facilitate more with players. I coached Victor Oladipo in high school. He was the number two pick in the draft, but he wasn't even a top 150 player in high school. Part of that was me and, and my age and as as being one of his advocates, you know, not having the respect that he deserved. Um, and, you know, he was one of 14 players that I've now coached in the NBA. So that I, I understand and have learned the process of helping an elite athlete hone their skills to become an, an NBA player. Um, and that's come to fruition over and over again. That's recruiting. You yeah. knowledge and, and you execute. Yeah. Where did you coach Victor? Where, where was that? I, in Atha? No. So I coached Victor with triple threat, which then became team takeover AAU. Oh, right. um, and so that was, um, you know, an AAU organization that, um, I joined up with, I started with I-270 Road Warriors, mm -hmm. uh, which is a Montgomery County-based AAU I'm club. Familiar. I'm from Moco, and, too, so I don't know. <laughs> there you go. And so from from that, you know, doors open up other doors. You you, you walk in, and all of a sudden there's, there's other opportunities. Um, you know, a lot of times in not just in basketball but in life, uh, you must be present to take advantage of opportunities. Um, if, if you're absent, you, you can't do it. Uh, but, you know, that's another piece in recruiting, you know, just constantly be present. And then once you do recruit a player and they say yes, 
stay present, you know, be, be involved, be in their lives. Um, and so here we are. I mean, every single guy on this TBT team, for the exception of one, to be honest, now that I think about it, but every single guy I, I recruited um, while they were in high school, some of them while they were in middle school, I recruited Melo Trimble in middle school. You know, he went to O'Connell, but I recruited him a little bit. Um, actually ended up going to become a college coach. So I, I, I didn't have a chance to finish out the task, but he was going to go to O'Connell anyway. But that being said, like, you know, you, you get to know players from 14 on the way on up. Now they're grown men in their 30s. Pretty cool to still be present with them. Yeah. It's got to be like a fulfilling feeling too, to like see them like develop at their youngest and watch them prosper into everything you thought they would be. Like that's the reason why you're recruiting them in the first place. So yeah, incredibly it. fulfilling. It, it it really is, man. Like that's, again, that's what it's all about. You can walk across the stage. You can go uh, the stage being NBA draft and getting a diploma, you know, yeah. both, both are stages. Um, starting a business, got guys that are, I mean, I, I had a player call me after one of his first ever real estate deals. He was like, coach, I did it. Now that was something that we would talk about in the car. You know, you, you spend time with these guys and, you know, I tell, tell our players, Hey, when we're outside the lines of basketball, I want to, don't want to talk about hoops. We do enough of that when it's in the basketball office or inside the, the gym. So if I'm driving around in the car, Hey, let's talk about, investment opportunities and different things like that. So um, we just always want to be present, always want to be available for our guys. We're treating TBT the same way. This is a business. Yeah, These guys are pros. There's an LLC involved. Like this is a business. Um, and most of the teams that are in the TBT um, have not just generated revenue before they even play. Like they're playing, they're paying their players a salary. Um, we haven't covered costs yet. I, you know, we we're we're paying everything out of pocket so far. So, um, you know, this is you know all part of the growth, and uh, it's it's really cool to to be with these guys in this stage of their game. They're all a lot better. I tell you that they are all a lot better. That's pretty cool. That's to- what I was gonna ask. I was gonna say, and let's just dive into it now. It's yeah. Amazing. I mean, it's so cool as a Maryland fan, as a diehard growing up, I can speak on behalf of the rest of them. This is really cool to see. And I think a lot of these guys are from that 2015, 2016, and you were involved at on that team at that time. So it's Mello, Daryl, who was later on, but Daryl was still involved. Um, Robert Carter, DeMonte, uh, Rashad Pack, I believe. And yep. Is there, I'm missing one, I think. Roddy Peters, who was not involved at that time, but started his career at Maryland, is local to Maryland. Okay. Um, and the other guys that are on the team right now are uh, Maurice Creek, goes mm-hmm. by Mo Creek, who uh, I coached him also with Team Takeover. Cool. Uh, Mo played at Indiana and George Washington. Turp fans might remember him because he made the game-winning shot against Maryland and uh, – uh, in Xfinity to to win the game, 
Um, so he, he's got experience putting a dagger in the heart. Of the <laughs> uh, I'll learn to yeah. like him. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's he's a very likable guy. And awesome. he's got experience in TBT. He's been in six TBT tournaments just this past year. He made the Elam ending shot to send uh, his group to the championship game. Oh, wow. So you know, he's valuable in that regard. CJ Williams, I coached him at NC State. He played he, – he went from junior year averaging three points a game to senior year averaging 12 points a game. So, again, mm-hmm. was present with him, helped him get there. Went to Cyprus. For those that don't know, that is not a good lead. It's not something to brag about. Earned his way all the way to the this team out in L.A. called the Clippers. I don't know if anybody's heard of them. Heard Pretty of good, them. right? <laughs> we we heard of them. 52 games or started for 52 games one year. Timberwolves, Brooklyn Nets. So got a guy like him, got great experience. Someone that also could be a great mentor for a guy like Daryl Morcel. Similar yeah, position can maybe help his career. Again, staying true to helping our guys. Anthony Brown played with Mello overseas. Yep. Went to Stanford. Played for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Pretty damn good. Yeah. So we've got a nice squad, you know, nothing's, but you know what? So do the other 63 teams. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we, we've got to, we've got to handle business. Um, Cause like I said earlier, this is a business and we're excited to do that. Definitely is. And I think Jake Layman's on that team as well. I wanted to mention him. Jake, Jake is part of our roster. We, we are, Jake would like to play. Jake is, Got to make sure he's 100% healthy for next okay. year. Um, Jake last year got hurt while with the Boston Celtics during the training camp, mm. went to Spain, um, and is – Jake's a pro. Jake's going to handle his business as a pro. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, for right now, Jake is questionable. Okay. That's – Nice to know. So hopefully, hopefully he gets a nod. But I was wondering, did you form this team? Because it sounds like a lot of these guys have ties to you. So was this like your team, or was this kind of just like a conjoined thing? Like how did this form? Yeah, this this was a conjoined thing. This was just something that everyone bought into. You know, we all helped recruit it. You know, everyone on the team that's from the area knows Maurice Creek. Just right. so happens I got to coach Maurice Creek as well. Um, you know, CJ Williams was, was somebody that I have familiarity with CJ's family is military. They're moving to Andrews air force base. Mm. Pretty advantageous when you stay in touch with guys that used to play in the NBA and they're like, Hey, I'm moving to Andrews air force base. Like, Oh, I used to live in Clinton, Maryland. Let me tell you about it. By the way, TBD practices on this date. See you there. Oh, You're on the awesome. team. Um, so we've, we've all uh, chipped in. Uh, and when I say all I'm talking you know, Andrew Terrell, Travis Valman, Jalen Brantley, um, you know, everybody that's been involved with the Terps, whether they Reese Mona, whether they still play or not. Um, we, we want them all to be involved because this program that is now called Shell Shocked TBT, we want it to stay. We want it to be around. We want it to be a feeder program now for Coach Woods program uh, so that Maryland basketball uh, can capture some of the basketball attention of fans, both Maryland fans and others, year-round. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this the TBT comes at a unique juxtaposition in the basketball calendar. It's after the NBA draft, after the summer league, nothing else going on. Right. All the time. basketball junkies, they're tuned in. This guy right here, Nemo Midvar, I was tuned in every year because it was just fun to watch. And it is a different game. I think that's also important to, to point out. You know, it's, there hasn't been another Turp alumni team, but for anybody that hasn't seen it before, it is a rock fight. It is a rock fight. Seth Greenberg, who today did the selection show and has been a commentator for this for uh, several years, uh, his saying was, no marshmallows allowed, no softies, <laughs> got to be yeah. tough. And that's the absolute truth. Yeah, everyone wants that million dollars and everyone everyone's going to fight for it 100%. Can you maybe run down like the basics of the TBT, the people that are listening today that aren't really familiar with it in terms of like length and quarters and all that stuff and like Yeah, so it is a four-quarter game. Um the game is really 32 minutes, okay? So it, it's slated as 36, but it's really 32 because when you get to the last four minutes the clock is wiped off and you go to what it is called an elam ending elam ending is at that four minute media timeout whatever the uh highest score is they add eight points and you've got to get to eight points to uh win the game so every game ends on a there's a finality to the game that a shot ends the game not a clock so that is a unique piece to um, this tournament. Makes for exciting endings. Um, I have, as a, I'm going to have to live through some of my own coaching uh, verbiage. Uh, I tell players sometimes if we're behind, hey, there's no five point shot. There's no six point shot. Well, there certainly is no eight point shot. So, yeah. you know, that's something that is unique that we have to learn um, on the fly because that's not part of our game. The Canadian Basketball League does that. I've talked to Justin Jackson, who is playing in the Canadian Basketball League. Sure. Uh, he's giving me his pointers as he learns. So we're, you know, that's kind of gives you the the rundown. But the officiating is loose. Great officials. These are college refs that I will also see during the season. Great officials, guys that we all know, guys that. Uh, referee, uh, you know, Big Ten ACC games during the year, uh, but it is physical. Yeah. It is nasty, and people are getting after it. Uh, you mentioned people competing for the million dollars. To to me, that is a cherry on top in terms of the what everyone is chasing. There's a lot of pride at stake, mm-hmm. and then there's there's opportunity to increase your earning value as a pro. Um, a lot of guys don't sign their pro contracts till late, right around this time when the tournament's going on. Mm. So you got dudes that are still looking for their next year deal, and often these deals are one-year opportunities. So you do well in TBT, you might get more money in Europe or in Asia or in South America. You do well in TBT, you might be going to the NBA. Wow. It's happened. So, um, you know, this is – that's what this is. Um, I appreciate you asking that question because I do think it's important to educate fans that may not have experienced this 
what it really is. And, um, you know, when, when TBT reached out to us years ago, when I was still coaching in Maryland and I kind of just brushed it off, like, yeah, whatever. Like no one wants to watch that tournament. That's a, you know, it's not going to come to pass. But then you start watching, you're like, yo, these are good games. Yeah. I think it's good hoops. Great hoops. Yeah. And the first game you guys play is against, I believe, Florida's alum. That's right. That's Mm -hmm. right. So, um, you know, today, uh, you know, it's it's Wednesday the 21st is when they announced the brackets. You know, we had a hunch that we would get in. We had conversation with TBT, a little different than NCAA tournament where they don't tell you nothing here. Uh, you, you you get some hints. Um, one one strong hint was on the website, magically, we had a logo. It's like, oh, interesting. We have a logo now. <laughs> so maybe maybe we're maybe we actually have a chance to be in this thing. Um, and so uh we, we were announced today that we're gonna be going to the Louisville region mm-hmm. and we're gonna be playing against Gatorverse which is the Florida alumni team, which features several members from the um, uh, Florida National Championship team. And nice. so, uh, you know, you know that's that's an eye-opener. You got guys that played in the NBA and Corey Brewer. I was going to say, Corey Brewer's on the squad. Wow. Pretty good player. Lee Humphrey hasn't missed or turned down an open three-point shot ever in his life. Yeah. Uh, you know, so you got guys that um, have have really produced in both college and in pro. Um, and then, you know, from there, you, you win in advance. It's like every other tournament. Got to yeah. take care of business. So it's single elimination. Single elimination. Yeah, I, I should have pointed that out. This is a single elimination event. And, you know, the again, we talk about the million dollar cash prize, but to enter into this tournament, some teams have to pay an entry fee uh, and everyone has to fundraise and pay for their way. So, you know, there's a region in West Virginia. We thought we'd be going to West Virginia, getting the cars. Now we're buying flights on a short notice going to, to Louisville. So um, I will unbashfully say if there's fans out there that want to support us, we can use your support. Um, You can follow us on Twitter and, uh, contribute to our GoFundMe. Uh, if there's businesses and, and corporate uh, partners out there, uh, we do have uh, some very visible assets that we have still have available. Again, we are a startup company, so we have not sold all of our assets, and um, you know we, we want to make sure that we utilize those. While at the same point in time, if there are people from our geographical footprint um, that want to get involved. We'd like to get them involved. Right. But we play the Gatorverse team uh, right off the gate. That's the really all that we care about for right now. Mm-hmm. And, and um, the rest will, you know, be history. Uh, as yeah. And are you guys like kind of, I guess it's tough to like watch film, but like, you know, how are you necessarily without giving away, obviously your game plan, how are you? Yeah, no, no secrets. Yeah. So, um, we've already given everybody on the team a personnel scouting report. Um, and so TBT will put out, you know, tentative rosters of everyone trying to get into the event. Um, and then from there, you just got to sleuth it out 
Um, and this, you know, you, you announced nine members uh, before your cutoff date in June. Um, from there, that's where the selection of the 32 at-large teams are made. And really it's 24, eight teams pay the entry fee to get in. Okay. We were fortunate enough to get accepted on the merit of the talent that we had, as well as our organizational structure and the social media um, interactions and footprint that Maryland basketball brings. All of these are metrics that actually do matter in the selection. Um, so to that point, uh, when we click around on the website and you start to hear from the selection committee, hey, you might not be in West Virginia. Uh, would you be open to going to anywhere else? It's like, well, uh, okay, where else could they possibly send us? <laughs> you start to guess. So we guessed right. We we had some of the, you know, six out of the eight. Obviously, we're one of them. So really six out of the seven um, teams in the Louisville region, correct. And we had scouting reports for all of them. So the second that that was announced in our group text, they had a scout. What we've done is we put together all their pro stats, which is readily available on sources like Pro Ballers, um, which is not a secret to, to anyone that is in the professional basketball space. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, YouTube, you know, that's uh, that, that's out there, right? Like it, everybody's got a YouTube video. So you, you try and gather as much as you can, watch as much as you can, build out tendencies and, um, then you you make phone calls and uh, find out guys you know what countries they played in last. We all have friends that um, you know have either coached in those leagues or have familiarity. So we have a really strong idea of personnel. These guys all played together and won multiple national championships. Most of these guys played together won multiple. So Matt McCall is the coach. He was a he worked for Billy Donovan at Florida. Got a strong hunch he's going to be doing a lot of Florida stuff. Mm. So we'll be prepared for that. And uh, if not, you know, bottom line is they got to prepare for us. Yeah. That's really going to be our, our mindset as we attack this thing is, uh, you know, be prepared for the other team, but make sure that they got to prepare for us. Yeah. And as much chemistry as they may have, we're looking at a team that's been a lot of these guys have been playing together for years and uh, at the highest level as well. So awesome to hear. And just a quick question, practices, are they, has the team gotten together a lot? Like how often is that really happening? Yeah. Great question. So we have not gotten together in person. We still, you know, some of the guys were over the, overseas up until, you know, really last week. Right. Uh, we have done two team zooms. Everybody on the team is FaceTimed everybody. Even if you were teammates with each other. Just catch up. Just talk. Let's get to know each other. Let's really build that bond. Um, most teams are staying in a hotel. We're doing an Airbnb. Just going to be a little different, you know, just to to, to get the, the guys together. But we will be practicing um, over um, two different weekends, July 13th, 14th. We'll be practicing in the Maryland area. Nice. July 15th, we're scrimmaging or playing uh, in, a, in a game against – West Virginia, who is the West Virginia 
alumni team at Fairmont State University. That game is at 7 p.m. Again, it's at Fairmont State University. Not everybody that's on the TBT team will be on that team. There's some different rules. It's part of a different league called the ABL, Alumni Basketball League. Mm -hmm. But be a good opportunity for us to get some familiarity with one another. And then we'll come back the following week. Uh, of course, I've got to go and coach these guys with the logo behind me, Coast Carolina. So I'll be with with that team for that following week. But then that Friday, Saturday, Sunday of the following week, 21, 22, 23 of July, we will be practicing in the DMV area. We are hoping to and, and likely will do open practice where mm -hmm. fans can come and interact with us. All that we ask is they be willing to donate to help us pay for our costs. We're not going to set a number. We're just going to ask for donations and contributions. Um, but uh, we'll do a scrimmage in between that time too, possibly with the, the current Terps. That will not be open to the public for NCAA rules. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we're in the D.C. area. There's more pros uh, per square foot than anywhere else in the in the world come from this area. So we'll, we won't have shortage of opportunity of other teams to play against as we prepare. And then on the 24th, we'll travel to Louisville. And like you said, we play against Gatorverse July 25th at 4 p.m. on ESPN+. Plus. Very nice. Very cool. And I'm very excited to watch you guys. Uh, for those of you listening today, uh, we're going to wrap this thing up, but I do want you guys to follow them on Twitter, Shellshock TBT on Twitter at TBT Terps. I'm going to be posting the GoFundMe link on my story. So please take a look out for that and please consider donating to these studs that are about to take this tournament over. And I'm excited, man. I'm really excited to watch them play. I'm excited to watch you get at it. And just going to be a great thing to watch, honestly. We we appreciate it. You know, we're we're gonna just to add another shameless plug. We're because again, we're a startup company. We're we're gonna add merchandising. You know, our logo is pretty cool. Shell shock, like you said, isn't that cool? Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna have hats, shirts available for on a you know website that we'll be uh, getting out on all of our social. So, but the more turf fans interact with us on social media. Um, you know, that just shows that there's interest and excitement in what we're doing because we, we want to get TBT to come to the DMV. And yeah. the best way to do that is for us to win, to handle our business, but also for basketball fans in this area to really interact and let their voices be heard. So I really encourage you guys uh, that are listening today to do that. Let the TBT know you want this thing moved to the DMV. Yeah, you heard the man. Let's get after it. Let's do it. Um, and yeah, that sounds great, man. Well, thank you so much again. And I'm sure we'll talk soon, but if not, good luck on July 25th, right? That's the, that's the game. That's, right. that's the first one. Good luck then. And let's get it, man. Thank you.